This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, we may actually get a summer, judging from the weather today. Well, with such a delay in the weather, how will you get that bikini bod? Have I got a few tips for you so you can strut your stuff and maybe become a member of that secret society known as sex. You know, the one where everyone's doing it and no one's talking about it, except, of course, yours truly here every Sunday night on the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, the show where we educate everyone about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can possibly be. This is more than a sex show, though. You know I just try and seduce you to listen to me and the information I provide about health, relationships, love, and, of course, your body. I'm actually on the dance floor, and I'm checking out everybody's bodies. I'm really bad. I'm very shallow. Uh, Aside from that, uh, so that's why it's another good reason to stay in shape, because otherwise I'll be judging you going, how does he sleep with her? Anyway, good evening. I am Maureen McGrath, a registered nurse in the field of sexual health, author of the book, Sex and Health, Why One Can't Come Without the Other, a researcher, blogger, clinician, TED speaker, and your resource to help start that conversation, answer your questions, and help you discover new and exciting things about sex, your body, health, and your relationships. I make no innuendos, certainly a few judgments, and no apologies. Just fearless, straight-up talk about sex and health. Let's hope for you it will be illuminating, educational, get you thinking outside of the box, and also have a little bit of fun. So do stay with me. It is my pleasure, of course, to be here with you this evening, as it is every Sunday evening, live. This is my fifth year. This is my little anniversary. It's the This show's been running for fifth for five years. So you're here with me tonight celebrating my anniversary. Uh, there's also somebody else new in the studio behind the boards, that is. When the phone boards light up, you know who the guy who's going to answer it. It's the other Matt. I've got a few of them in my back pocket. Good evening, Matt. Hey, good evening, Maureen. How are you? Uh, pretty good. And uh, be gentle. This is my first time. <laughs> I like to be rough. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, put the kids to bed, okay, before I start. <laughs> it's uh, listener discretion is advised, and so you have been forewarned. A word to the wise is sufficient. But uh, thanks so much for manning the boards tonight, Matt. Uh, give us a call if you have any questions at all, 604-280-9898 or star 98. Nine eight on your cell. The lines are open. You can always email me sextalk at cknw.com. I do want to mention that there is an aspect of sexual health that is dark and sinister, and that is sexual abuse, unwanted sexual advances, pedophilia, and rape. Tonight I'm going to be telling you about a new form of sexual assault that is highly disturbing. Of course, for those of you listening tonight who have been sexually abused or assaulted or experienced unwanted sexual advances in any way, you are never far from my heart. I wish you all the best on your healing journey and always keep you in my prayers. And I'm so saddened each time I hear of stories like this. And of course, there's yet another one in the news. And I'll talk to you a little bit about that a little bit later. So, how are you going to get that bod? Well, I'm going to start with some sexy ways for you to burn calories. That's right. Uh, So we'll be going over that. You may or may not realize that I actually have a clinical practice. A lot of people think that I spend all week long here at the studio getting prepped for this two-hour show. And on, in one way, that's correct, because I am thinking about sex all the time, all week long. Of course, it's on my mind. It's my job uh, to do so. You should have such a job. But uh, so I am constantly seeing uh, patients and 
uh, answering emails and voicemails and Facebook messages and LinkedIn messages and questions on my or comments on my TED Talk. But I do have a clinical practice where we offer lots of services for a lot of these issues, sexual health issues, along with some other issues. Weight loss, for example, you may not realize that I do counsel people about that. Also, vaginal health. We have a new technology we brought into the clinical practice. It's called the Mona Lisa Touch. How about that? That is for vaginal dryness, vaginal atrophy, light bladder leakage, or you know, mild stress urinary incontinence. It's been also demonstrated to treat lichen sclerosis, which is a skin condition of the vulva. So there's, you can go to my website, backtothebedroom.ca, for more information. That's backtothebedroom.ca, just to see all of the different types of sexual health dysfunction that I treat. So low sexual desire, arousal disorders, uh, anorgasmia, primary anorgasmia. Also for men, erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, happened again, too quick. Um, Also, so I see couples as well, boredom in the bedroom, I can help. (laughs) Anyway, did you hear about the sex coach that goes into your bedroom to advise? Yeah, have you heard about that? Absolutely no credentials, Matt. Um, yeah, this is uh, news to me. Yes. Yeah, so there's there are sex coaches out there. You've been forewarned. I'm not one of them, but I should be because I think he charges about three or four hundred dollars an hour. I'd have a hard time getting over the threshold of people's houses because I'm afraid they're they're a mess and they're going to clear just a pathway for me to get through. Anyway, my little OCD kicks in. So you better have your house clean because I do make judgments about that. I'm kidding, of course. Um, No, there are sex coaches out there. No credentials will go in. And, you know, there's one in particular. He's had about 20 partners. You have put the kids to bed. And so, wow, such great experience, 20 partners. Um, That may be something you want to bring into your bedroom, and I'll certainly do that for about 1,000 U.S. an hour. (laughs) No problem. Um, But anyway, you know, you want to go to people who have been trained, who have education, who have uh, experience is a good thing as well. But uh, who are in the field when you have uh, treatment for such sensitive subjects uh, and, and intimacy issues can be very disheartening and very upsetting for people. So I do have a clinical practice. It's in North Vancouver. I can see patients here in Vancouver as well. But you probably wonder what goes on behind the sex counselor's door, right? Yeah, well, I'm going to share my secrets with you tonight. I like to share. I like to give it all away. And uh, because you get a lot back when you give it all. Honestly, you do. I do a lot of education. And, you know, I, I tell the crowd everything. I'm not going to hold anything back. And and I just find people then are comfortable. They may be able to take it away. Or then they may want to come and see me and talk about their particular issue. And that's fine if you want to or not. But just know there is help for you with these issues. Anger. That's another issue that just makes me furious, drives me crazy. <laughs> the uh, unhealthy power over somebody, inappropriate anger and rage. And while I had a uh, woman present to my clinical practice this week, she'd called off her wedding. And it had something to do with anger. And I'm going to talk to you about that. I did write a blog about it, 50shadesofpink.ca. So you can go there if you'd prefer to read it and not hear my <clears throat> voice. Um, but I will talk about that a little bit later. And I think it's actually a very important subject and why people need the confidence to call off a wedding when it's appropriate. And how about addiction? What are you addicted to? I'm addicted to chocolate, shoes, clothes, dresses, 
um, bathing suits, <laughs> lingerie. No, <laughs> it's getting worse. Um, books, uh, any, everything, anything, travel, anything. I love it all. But uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, there are so many different types of addiction. Food, shopping, alcohol, marijuana, crack cocaine, crystal meth, heroin. The list is endless. You can be addicted to anything. But did you know you can be addicted to sex as well? The question is, is it real or it is real? What causes sex, sex addiction? Well, I'm going to talk to you about that tonight. And why is it such a struggle for so many people? Also want to tell you about a very dangerous trend. It's known as stealthing. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program because this is a new type of sexual assault that is very disturbing and you need to be made aware of it. But we're also going to talk to you about how you can uh, unlock the secret to better sex in your backyard. Debbie Lee Evans joins me, a real estate agent and interior designer extraordinaire. But... We're going to start out of the gates with Dr. Neve Talon of Olive Fertility, and we are going to be talking about the fertility issues that plague many couples these days. So if you want to give me a call or you have a question for the doctor, because the doctor is in the house. Dr. Love is on one side, and Dr. Neve Talon is going to be on the other. So give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell, email me sextalk at cknw.com. There is one subject I'm going to get to at the end of the program. A, a Facebook message came to me today, and a woman asked me to uh, talk about something that goes squirt. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Good evening and welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you with my sexy voice there. I have a really bad voice in the morning. It takes like five hours for for it to actually not sound like I've been smoking all night after a little activity. (laughs) It's true, but by this time I'm pretty good. (laughs) But I believe I've injured my vocal cords a friend of mine told me that the way that I'm speaking, which I didn't have a clue about, um, I, I I was damaging my vocal cords. She said, when you, you know, go down like that. Anyway, um, I digress. Uh, welcome back again, Matt. Thanks for helping out again. Ain't no problem, Marine. Fortunately, there is a superfluous amount of Matt tech operators in the building for the blonde uh, <laughs> radio hosts. <laughs> hostesses so I don't have to remember a new name because that would be a problem right and we want to be honest and open here and upfront because that is important so enough tomfoolery Um, give me a call if you have any questions or if you have any questions for the doctor I have Dr. Neve Talon here in the studio with me. She is a fertility specialist from Olive Fertility. You can give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Good evening, Dr. Talon. Thank you for joining me to talk about this very important subject, fertility. Good evening, Maureen. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, well, I'm so glad you dare to come on after you. (laughs) I dare. (laughs) You know what I'm like. Anyway, fortunately, I know Dr. Talon (laughs) in the outside world, so (laughs) she's used to me. Um, So fertility issues plague many people today. What what are actually the numbers? Is it one in six? It's one in six. Uh, So 15% of all couples will experience infertility. That's um, just like a broad number that we quote and think has increased over the last few decades, actually. That's 
probably reflective of people feeling um, that they can disclose that they have infertility and um, a greater awareness and a willingness to discuss it. Whereas in the past, there was a little taboo associated with um, being unable to conceive. But the incidence of infertility increases with age. So we see that number go up as women definitely get older and above the age of 35 years. So... Um, you know about uh, the Canadian Infertility Awareness Week starting May 7th to 13th. And really the agenda with this each year is to ensure that there is awareness, um, understand what people experience and suffer through, look at uh, education so we have a better idea of what we can do to support them and have uh, open discussions um, and so that the general public knows how to access care. Now, I suppose a lot of women wouldn't share or a lot of couples wouldn't share the fact that they were having fertility issues because there's a certain amount of shame, as you say, around that. Correct. I think, um, you know, often where we sit in a room, it's um, we're very privileged to hear our patients' stories. And sometimes they often will find family members outside in the waiting room, too, and they don't want them to know. So you're right. um, Patients often choose to keep this as a very private subject matter to themselves. And um, we respect that, obviously. Um, But with the Infertility Awareness Week, it's really about for the general public also to acknowledge that, you know, when you see a couple who do not have a child, that does not necessarily mean that they're not trying or experiencing a hard time with that. So... Uh, just to bring a greater perspective to that. And, and people will say, you know, when are you having a baby? That's and right. when are you going to start your family? It's very hard for people who are having that, trouble. That's right. And especially for women who may go to baby showers or their friends are having children and seem to pop them out left, right and center. Something else is there are so many ways we can look younger and look better, whether it be through fashion or Botox injections or hair um <laughs> The whole makeover, uh, you know, hair extensions can be stitched in right. today. Everything we can eyebrows make people look younger. Tattooed eyebrows, um, but the egg cannot be a woman's eggs age, they regardless do. of bot- how much Botox she puts in her lips. Right? They do, and uh, so this is a big part of the awareness that we're really trying to get out there to the general public is. You know, women should be proud when they look great in their older years. But at the end of the day, you want to make decisions in your life to ensure that you have power and ownership over your reproductive life. And so really what that means is we want people to understand where they are. So if you're interested or it's important to you to have a family and you're you know for sure that you're going to put that off until a later part of your life, it may be worthwhile seeking some fertility assistance and evaluation just to see where you are in terms of what we call ovarian reserve. That is how many eggs you have for your age. And so you refer to this as we're born with all of our eggs and we lose them as we get older. We're not just losing them. They are accruing genetic damage and becoming older. And you cannot turn that off. And yes, being healthy and taking supplements and being the best you can be is so important for all aspects of your life. But unfortunately, we do not see aging and eggs stopping at this point. So for the younger women who, you know, are under the age of 37, who know they're going to offset achieving um, pregnancy or having a family till over the age of 40, 
these are the people that were saying, you know, you should consider looking at things like egg freezing or at least learning a little more about that. Um, because that is a way of, you know, it's not a guarantee for the future for um, achieving a pregnancy or having a baby, but it definitely is the closest thing you have in terms of controlling for that. And that uh, would also be good for somebody who may who may want to be with somebody, share life with somebody, and they haven't met that particular person yet, and they're worried that their biological clock is ticking. I'm going to ask you to stay in the studio and uh, through the news and the break, and we're going to find out some of the reasons and what people can do about fertility issues. I am Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. Matt's behind the uh, op board tonight. Not that Matt, the other Matt. The I other have, Matt. I yeah. have two Matts. <laughs> Too many Matts. It's a nice little threesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to, are you trying to make me blush, Maureen? You've been blushing since you got in here. Su- success. <laughs> Bingo! Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a little tired this evening. Not really because of all of the activity I've had going on lately. Tripping the light fantastic last night at a fabulous party till about one in the morning. And we were going to go swimming in the ocean afterward, but we thought better of it. Um, but it's all of, uh, all of what I have to do tomorrow. I have such a busy day. I, actually, after the show, I have uh, some work to do. And then tomorrow as well, I have uh, a big day tomorrow. But I've had, I'm heading over to Victoria and I've had like 10 text message reminders from Harbor Air that I have a flight tomorrow. Now, if I miss that flight, (laughs) there's something wrong, okay? I cannot believe how many reminders they've sent me. Yeah. 10 reminders. Like 10 reminders. You, right after I booked it, they're like, you have a flight tomorrow. They really want you to go on that flight. They really do. It's making me a little nervous, to be (laughs) honest with you. And uh, anyway, and I went early so that I can be there prepared, you know. We Girl Scouts like to be prepared. But um, anyway, thanks so much for staying here with me. And, of course, there is a doctor in the house, a fertility doctor, Dr. Neve Talon from All of Fertility. So if you have any questions, if you're wondering, is it okay to delay having your baby until a particular age? Are you too old to have a baby? Uh, What are the risks associated with um, having babies at older ages? Any of those questions, give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can use an alias. You don't have to give us your real name as long as you name your baby after me. Dr. Talon, thank you so much for staying in the studio with me to talk about this subject, this uh, issue that affects a lot of couples and is heartbreaking, can be very heartbreaking for couples. But all the fertility and the work that you do, you do tremendous work in helping uh, couples conceive babies. We do. It's um, very rewarding work. Uh, we don't do it alone. I'll be honest with that. We have a massive team at All of Fertility and we have nurses, administrators, like really who take this um, very seriously and are very full of pride really um, to be part of the team. So from the moment that you call into Olive and you speak with a receptionist, we really, you know, want to take ensure that patients feel cared for from beginning to end um, because it is a roller coaster journey and so at Olive we do work as a part of care teams so um, once you have a physician taking care of you there you have a cluster of nurses that also take care of you and so you build close relationships over the course of uh, your treatment 
And again, it is a journey. And so you and I had spoken a little bit before about not just trying to get pregnant, but stay pregnant. And so we often talk about, you know, getting to that pregnancy, but miscarriage is um, a, a really hard thing to live through. Um, you know, you think you've beaten all the odds with a positive pregnancy test and you've all the symptoms of pregnancy. And then it can really take you off guard um, if you just start to bleed on your own and have a miscarriage or you come for an ultrasound and you're excited and you, you know, really are blindsided by the fact that maybe it is not the way that it should be, the pregnancy that is. And often um, women aren't aware that they have a pregnancy that is not continuing normally. Absolutely. What are some of the most common reasons uh, for fertility issues? What are, what are some of the most common fertility issues? So there's male and female issues. Um, and so when we look at the fertility assessment, obviously, we're trying to target each of those things. So for a man, it's a very easy test with a semen analysis. Uh, for women, um, we want to ensure that the uterine cavity is normal with no lumps or bumps that um, impair our pregnancy and planting. We want to make sure that the tubes are open so that sperm and egg can meet when they actually do get together. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to ensure that a woman is releasing an egg reliably. And so, you know, that often comes with just a discussion as part of history taking. Uh, women who have regular menstrual cycles usually are releasing an egg on their own. But if it's unpredictable, well, obviously then you don't know when to time to get together at home to try and achieve pregnancy at the right time. Right. And it can become very clinical, can't it? And it can it also can. lead to low sexual desire and stress and pressure. Absolutely. Anxiety. And so sometimes I'll find that it's pretty hard going on the men, um, especially when we talk about timing and, we, you know, we focus on the calendar, which is really the best time to get pregnant is the six days leading up to the day of ovulation. And so you can either calculate that from a calendar or lots of women have apps, but then they're pointing at this app and they're looking at their husband, you know, today's the day you better show up. So it's, it is a lot of pressure. And once that gets into uh, a man's psyche, it's hard to shake it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there is this entity, Unexplained Infertility, um, where despite all of our tests, um, we can't find a reason for why a couple are not conceiving. And um, that is also really difficult for a couple to, because it's intangible. There is nothing for them to grasp. There isn't anything for us to target necessarily our treatments with. But I often will say the silver lining with that is these are the patients that tend to do very well with treatment, um, unexplained infertility. And often it's um, age, female age um, being the hurdle that they need to get over. So again, if women are over the age of 35 and thinking that this is something that they want to achieve a pregnancy or a family, it is really important that, you know, if you time things properly for a number of months, usually we say six months and you have not achieved a pregnancy, then you really should be assessed at that point in time because over the age of 38, fertility declines substantially. And I think there's this idea out there that our treatments fix everything. And our treatments are very successful. Um, I think that's something that everybody knows. Yes, uh, aggressive treatment like IVF or in vitro fertilization is the best treatment in the world. And it gets women pregnant quickly, but it does not overcome age. And so doing aggressive treatment at the age of 40 is very different to doing treatment at the age of 35. And so we say to women, if you're starting later, it's 
more difficult and thereby you need to do treatment more times over. And therein lies the crux of why it makes sense to do something earlier on, um, like egg freezing, because uh, your single treatment cycle is a lot more efficient for you and your eggs are of better quality. Absolutely. You mentioned something about the lumps and bumps in the uterus, and one of those lumps and bumps can be a uterine fibroid. Correct. And I wanted to mention that I have the Women's Health Initiative Network. It's a national not-for-profit organization um, for uh, to raise awareness and educate about those below-the-belt issues for women, such as uterine fibroids, bladder health, sexual health, and vaginal health. And I have a survey on there right now in English and in French. And so you have a few more days to complete the survey. About uh, It's actually about... Uh, women's health and so you can go on and you'll have an opportunity to win you can't go on Matt only for ladies but like 90 guys filled it up filled it in anyway go figure Um, but you can fill it out and uh, it will help Uh, it's consumer research and it will help to raise awareness and get the right messages to the right people about women's taboo subjects about women's health these private areas so go on to win.ca w-h-i-n.ca complete the survey english or french and uh enter to win a an ipad um i was at the home show recently and i won i want to give them a little plug the um because i walked by them keep in mind i'm blonde and they were um called the umbrella and i said oh umbrellas i don't actually need an umbrella (laughs) I have like a million umbrellas, and uh, they said, oh, no, no, we're not umbrellas. We're the Umbrella Home Company. We'll, we'll take care of your home. And they said you can enter to win, um, you know, a prize, uh, one of our home services. And so they said, guess the number of umbrellas in the jar. And so the brain surgeon over here actually guessed the number to the T. I guess the exact amount of umbrellas in the jar, 575. <laughs> And I won $350 worth of home services like gutters and um, windows. And I'd give it away because I like to give. But this, I actually need gutters cleaned and windows and stuff. So I'm not going to give it away. (laughs) But anyway, go to Umbrella. I like them. So uh, a little plug for Umbrella. But we're talking about fertility. But, you know, once you fill up the home with all these children, then you're going to look back and think you, you barely will remember all of the fertility issues that you had, right? And you'll have this lovely home loaded with children because of the fabulous and fine fertility treatments at Olive Fertility and the amazing work that you do, Dr. Talon. Well, thank you, Maureen. And just to mention, um, so Canadian Infertility Awareness Week is May 7th to 13th. And obviously this we're well, well ahead of this. But you'll see in that week a lot of radio and TV time devoted to stories um, for patients who are having trouble. But at Olive Fertility, we wanted to participate in educating the general public. And so we have a number of uh, free talks that we're giving around the city um, over that week. And so I'm going to be speaking in Whistler at the Whistler Tea House on May 8th from 6.30 to 8.30. And, um, in the, the evening? In the evening. Okay. Um, and so, again, uh, these are free events, but we are asking people to register and um, attain tickets ahead of time so that we're able to accommodate everyone. Um, and then the wonderful wonderful Dr. Elizabeth Taylor will be speaking at all of Fertility Centre City Square downtown on um, May 10th, Wednesday evening, same time, 6.30 to 8.30. 
And uh, Dr. Hikari is speaking at Surrey Centre Library on May 11th, um, Thursday from 6.30 to 8.30 in the evening also. And the format is meant to be question and answer. This is to help the general public really with, you know, um, real questions that they have, help educate them how to get pregnant quickly. And understand a very complex subject, which can be very complex and emotional, and you're always better prepared with more information. So you'll be at the Whistler Tea House May 8th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. They can register where? So if you look at allofertility.com or on our Facebook page, we're also on um, Instagram, um, you'll be able to find us there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me in the studio to talk about a very important subject, Dr. Neve Tallon. Looking forward to have you back. We're going to continue this discussion about fertility so that you can have lots of uh, sounds of pitter-patter in your home. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. We still have lots more subjects to talk about tonight, but I do want to talk to you about, well, I want to talk to you about a dangerous trend that's happening out there. It might be a little early in the program, um, but bear with me. This is a sex show. Um, and I talk about the good and the bad and the ugly. And this is the bad and the ugly and the dangerous, quite frankly. And it is called stealthing. And this is not the least bit sexy. In fact, it's horrific. And there is a rise in this behavior. And that was reported in the Columbia Journal of Gender and Law. The lead author on that was Alexandra Brodsky. And Stealthing is defined as when a man secretly removes his condom in the middle of sex, and that is a form of sexual assault and needs to be treated as such. We talk a lot about consent. Consent with a sexual uh, activity, consent with intimacy, consent, it, it means saying yes. Yes, I agree to this. You can withdraw consent at any time that you like. And what, how this was discovered, actually, was that women were phoning in, and they were feeling violated, and they were feeling intruded upon, and they were feeling shame. And they were, were reporting to hotline, sex hotline uh, workers, uh, you know, that were um, rape, rape counselors, sorry, um, in crisis lines. They were calling in to say that they were, had given consent, were engaging in sex with a partner, a lover, um, a boyfriend, a hookup, and midway through or partway through, at some point, the man removed the condom from his penis after they had agreed to protected sex. And the women were feeling confused and ashamed and embarrassed and violated. And Many of the women who were answering the rape crisis lines, which is often the case, because if you've experienced something, human nature says, I want to help others who've had this problem. And so they often go to, they may have had uh, unwanted sexual advances or they may have experienced rape themselves, and they then go and help and volunteer for these hotlines. And when these women were being phoned, the, the women who were answering the lines were saying, you know, that happened to me, but I kept it as a secret shame. And so this is a practice that is happening out there. It leaves a victim or a target, I prefer to use that word, 
vulnerable to pregnancy or sexually transmitted infection. And of course, that causes extreme emotional angst, physical issues, and financial harm as well. Also, it can also, it's crazy making, and it can lead to anxiety, and it is clearly defined as a violent sex act. Many women describe this as a violent sex act, and others describe it as a blatant violation of what they had agreed to do. So this is a very serious subject. If it happens to you, it needs to be reported. There is actually one case, uh, a Swiss court convicted a man of rape after he took off his condom without telling his partner. This can happen male to female, male to male. Um, so keep that in mind. But in the, in the Swiss case, the court concluded that the woman would have said no to sex if she knew the condom would be removed because that was part of the agreement. So it's called stealthing. It's sinister. It's horrific. If it happens to you, you need to get help. You may need emotional support. You may need to have STI testing, pregnancy testing. But know that you did not cause this. The person that you were with did. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here, registered nurse, clinician, sexpert, author, whatever, call me whatever you like, uh, is joining you as I do every Sunday evening for five years now. Um, so I'm very happy about that. Quite proud of that. Talking about sex for five years. Who else can say that? Nobody. <laughs> uh, we have lots of great subjects coming up in the second hour of the program. And... Um, why would a woman cancel her wedding? It takes a lot of courage to do that. We're also going to be talking about how you can get that beach blanket bod for the summer, some sexy ways for you to burn calories. We're also going to unlock the secrets in your backyard to better sex and educate you just a little bit more about the causes of sex addiction. I am Maureen McGrath. Do stay with me. We're heading to the news. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.